Hello and welcome to the Nourished Chat. I'm Bonnie, registered dietitian and founder of the Nourished Path Personal Online Nutrition Coaching. I'm here to give you all of my best tips and tricks to live a more nourished life without giving up all your favorite foods or spending all of your time cooking. Alcohol is a part of life for so many people, including myself. And one thing that I find a lot of people struggle with is how can you drink smarter so that you're still enjoying alcohol and you're not completely cutting it out of your life, but it is staying in line with the goals that you have for your health. Now, I'm not going to get into going dry because I have done that in a previous podcast episode. I'm going to link that down below so you can check that one out if you want to cut alcohol out for a period of time or permanently and how you can do that. But instead, we are going to talk today a bit more about how to make your alcohol choices smarter ones. Now, first of all, what is a standard drink? So a standard drink is going to be 12 ounces of beer, five ounces of wine, or 1.5 ounces of spirit. That's going to be like a shot glass amount. And there's a lot of reasons why you might want to cut back on the amount of alcohol you're consuming. You could, alcohol has a ton of calories, and that's going to be something that we're going to talk about here is how many calories alcohol has and how to make lower calorie alcohol choices. But also you might not want to have a hangover the next day. You might want to enjoy a drink or two and then not have a hangover. And we can talk about that as well. Uh, It could be that you want to be social. You want to have a good time. You don't want people to question if you're holding a drink or you just want to sip something, uh, but you don't want to feel the side effects. You want to be able to drive at the end of the night. The first thing that I like to think about is why am I having a drink? Am I having a drink because of social pressure, which to me, it depends on the social pressure, but often in that case, what I will do if I don't actually want to drink it, I just want something in my hand. And especially if it's free, I will get something, especially this is more like a networking event, something like that. I will grab something I don't like. Now I will get a glass of beer and I don't like beer. I'm not going to drink it. Or I'll get a glass of red wine that I kind of like red wine. I'll take a couple sips, but I'm probably not going to finish that whole glass. And that way I can be holding something, be social, but I'm not necessarily drinking if I don't really want to be drinking that night. And another tip of having social, especially at a house party, sometimes I'll bring my own fun cup and it'll be opaque. So I went to a tiki party actually a few months ago and I have this really great tiki mug I got in Hawaii and I brought it and I had mostly water most of the night because I just really, I wasn't feeling that great digestively. I didn't really feel like drinking. So if you don't want to drink, don't drink. You can probably hide the fact that you're not drinking or not. It's, it, it's really not anyone's business if you're drinking or not. And the other thing I'll look at is I'll look at my whole week. I'll say, okay, I have this one event this week and I want to drink. So I will have a drink or two. Or, but if I'm like, oh, okay, I've got like lots of events this week, you know, it's maybe Christmas time or something and I have six events, then maybe uh, that I know, honestly, because I know that I will feel really bad if I drink at all of them, I will have to go through and choose which ones make sense for me to have alcohol at. So that's the first thing you want to do. Decide if you're going to drink at all and make sure it's a conscious choice. And 
that's going to really help with not feeling like it's gotten away from you. And if you're going to have drinks and you know that after you have one drink, it tends to snowball into a lot of drinks, set a limit for yourself and maybe talk about it with your spouse or your friend that's going with you and say, hey, can you help me stick to two drinks tonight? Because that's really what I want to be doing. There will be plenty of more drinks in your future. And if you know that having more than two drinks is going to give you a hangover the next day, don't have more than two drinks. And another way to prevent a hangover, hangovers are often caused by dehydration. So if you have a glass of water between each drink, for one, it's going to help you space out your drinks better and make it easier to do that. But two, it's going to make sure that you stay hydrated throughout the night. Another thing you can do is have a lower ABV drink. So have less alcohol in it. This could be a spritzer, uh, which could be some kind of liqueur, liqueur with soda water. Those are fantastic. You could do um, like a sparkling white wine with soda water in it as well, or just having a smaller glass. So instead of having a five ounce pour of wine, which would be a full glass, maybe you have a three ounce pour. I would also recommend keeping alcohol as far away from bedtime as possible. This is where like happy hour events and things often are really nice is maybe having uh, a drink or two earlier in the evening, having some food and enjoying yourself. And then by the time you go to bed, the drinks are completely out of your system. And that is also a really great way to prevent a hangover. It helps you sleep better, which is going to make you feel better the next day as well. And speaking of food, if you're going to drink, have drinks and have dinner or, or snacks or any other kind of food, pick out what you're going to have before you have a drink, because we don't, we want to be in the right frame of mind when we're choosing what we're going to eat. And after alcohol, we have lowered inhibitions. We're more likely to order or make or get things that maybe we wouldn't normally eat and that don't make us feel well. So now we have two things may not making us feel well. We've had alcohol and we've had foods we might not normally eat that might be deep fried, um, that there's all sorts of different things. But I know personally, I've made some bad choices on what I was going to eat after having drinks. And if I had made the decision of what I was going to eat first, the night would have gone a lot better and the next day would have gone a lot better as well. And then as far as what to drink, there are certain drinks that are much higher in sugar and therefore much higher in calories than others. Uh, generally, um, beers, uh, beers are very high in calories and carbs, often having about 250 calories in a drink, where if you had say a glass of wine, it might be 120 calories. So that's quite a lot more. And I've also had quite a few people tell me that they don't know if it's the carbonation or the beer itself or something, but they often get really bloated after having beer. So really notice if that's you, and if it is, then it might be better to choose a different drink. So uh, you're going to have all wines are fairly similar in the number of calories they have. You might see a wine that says that it has less sugar than another wine. It's going to be is not going to be a, a huge amount, and I wouldn't worry as much about that. Um, but I've also found that some people will find that red wine is harder on their digestion than white wine. So that might be something to notice if you do notice yourself getting bloated after having wine. And one rule of thumb I have for cocktails is the more ingredients it has and the more kind of 
stuff that's in it and the bigger the glass is, often the more calories it has. That's not always the case. There are definitely exceptions to this, but you think of margarita in that huge glass, what's in there? How much tequila could possibly be in that cup that's as big as your face? Uh, Let's hope it's not all tequila. And then what else is in there? It's a lot of juice, a lot of sugar, uh, and that's going to add up. Where when you get like a skinny margarita, it's in a much smaller glass and they don't use as much sugar in those, which is what makes it skinny. So in general, your fewer ingredient, smaller volume drinks, cocktails are going to be a better choice. One of my standards would be a gin gimlet, which is gin, lime juice, and a little simple syrup, fairly simple, Uh, or a classic daiquiri, which is very similar, but made with rum. A whiskey or scotch on the rocks is also a great choice, or a Manhattan or an old fashioned, which are also very simple cocktails. And if you have a few cocktails you quite like to get often, I would take a look at how they're made especially if you've never made one on your own. And you can kind of look at the ingredients and you will get a fairly good idea of how many calories are probably in that cocktail. Or you could actually do the math and see for yourself. Another really safe choice is going to be your Trulies, drinks like that, that say, you know, there's 100 calories in this can or 110 calories in this can. Your light beers, uh, those are all going to be really solid calorie choices. I also wouldn't recommend uh, getting shots just because, I mean, that's just asking for trouble. Like you're going to have more than you mean if you're getting shots. That's that's usually not a good choice. And I think I think we all know that. And if you're going to get a drink with soda, soda water is just carbonated water. I think that's good to know. Uh, But classic sodas, like if you get a rum and Coke, the Coke is going to have quite a lot of sugar. I would recommend getting a Diet Coke, so a rum and Diet Coke, which most places will have. Do note, however, that like things like Coke do have caffeine in them, and that might keep you up, and that's just really something to keep in mind. And not everyone's bodies love diet soda, uh, so know if that's you and if it's not a good idea for you to have it. And something else people don't think about is that tonic actually does have calories. It's a, a little bit less than like a a Coke or something like that, but it does have calories. And that's just good to know there is diet tonic, uh, or you can have a smaller amount possibly if you want like a gin and tonic. And the last thing I want to talk about is what do you do? If you say you go on a vacation, you go on a cruise, you go uh, away, you have more alcohol than usual, or maybe it's the holidays. And after the holidays, you've had like, man, back over the last couple of weeks, oh, I've had three times as many drinks as I normally would have had in the same time span. I would recommend balancing that out by a period of not having alcohol. Give your body a bit of time to recover, give your body some balance, give your yourself a break because alcohol, it is a toxin and it is hard on the body to process it. And we also don't want that vacation drinking to become the new normal. So by being conscious about a reset, we can, and it's not a punishment. I don't want you to think of it that way. It's it's just balancing the scales. We're taking the teeter-totter. We went a little bit further one way for the special occasion, the holiday, the vacation, whatever it was. And now we are teeter-tottering it back the other way so we can balance it out. And this is why you'll often see people doing a dry January because we often drink a bit more than we normally would during the holiday season. And it's a great way to balance that time out. And the last thing I want to talk about today is to 
keep alcohol to special occasions and really reflect on when you enjoy a drink and when you don't. If you're someone who drinks most days after work or after a long stressful day to wind down, I would encourage you to really look at that and take some time to think, is there a different ritual that I could have that would give me the same de-stressing? Or could I take that two glasses of wine I have every night and have two half glasses in a smaller cup? What can you do? Because if you're having alcohol every night because you need it to de-stress, I would encourage you to really look at that and analyze if that's really something that's going to get you to where you want to be. And also, when you have alcohol, is it an enjoyable time? Are you really enjoying it? Because it should be for special occasions. I myself, I realized that when I have alcohol at a party, I actually often enjoy the party less than if I didn't drink or if I had a a, a drink and kind of held onto it, maybe sipped it a little bit. If I have more than one drink over the course of the party, I actually have a worse time. But I really enjoy a good drink when I'm with just one or maybe two other people. I like it in the more quiet times. And I think that's because I, I, I have quite high empathy. So I tend to, whether I have alcohol or not, have the same kind of mindset. If everyone else is drinking, I kind of take on that headspace. Uh, and so it's really great, actually, because I don't need to have alcohol to feel like I've had alcohol at a big party. But that took me a bit of time to realize that. And sometimes I need to remind myself of that. Like after COVID, I hadn't been to a party in a long time. So it took me a little while to be like, oh, yeah, I actually don't really like drinking at parties. And then the other thing I, I, I reflected when I have a margarita at a restaurant, I quite like the margarita while I'm there, but I feel really awful that night and the next day because of all the sugar. So I need to really make sure that I'm getting um, a, a lower sugar drink like the skinny margarita and I feel much better. And to me, it isn't worth oftentimes, very rarely is it worth feeling cruddy the next day. Uh, to have drinks the night before. There are definite exceptions to that, but they are few and far between. And then my last tip, especially if you know that you're going to an event or you're going to an evening where you're probably gonna have more than one drink, I would make sure that you have breakfast the next day planned out and ready to go and very nutritious because the last thing you wanna do is sleep badly And then the next day you wake up and you don't have anything ready. And then you go and get a sugary coffee and a pastry. So do a favor for your future you. Have something ready to go. Have it maybe ready sitting out or in the fridge, ready to just heat up really quick. Make it easy on yourself the next day. So it's one less decision you have to make. Make sure you drink water before you go to bed. Even if it's going to have to make you get up to pee, it's worth it. And put a water bottle right next to your bed so that when you wake up, you can have some water ready to go if you get up in the middle of the night and you're thirsty. And alcohol can be pretty dehydrating, even if you've only had one drink. And if you've had more than one drink, it definitely is. So I'm going to reinforce the water one more time. It is the easiest way to make it so that you feel better later. And if you have water in between each drink, you're going to naturally drink less. I hope this episode helped you to drink smarter in the future. Cheers. If you liked this episode, please follow and rate the podcast and share it with a friend. It really means a world of difference for this small podcast to get discovered and help more people. 
and thank you so much for joining me today. 